episode 39. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. And we're going to go out to Los Angeles, California today and visit with Jessica Malo. Wait till you hear the pipes on this young lady with some great songwriting. She's a Berkeley graduate, so strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. I have Jessica Malo here, a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, California. And uh, yes, so great to have you here, Jessica. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, Like, you were originally from um, back east, right? Yes, I'm originally from Frederick, Maryland, which is completely different than Los Angeles. Yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's totally different. It's like... uh, like little suburbia. I mean, it's bigger now, but especially when I was a child growing up there, I mean, it's literally like, it was literally cows and farmland for the longest time. Right. How is the transition to LA for you? <laughs> well, it got helped a lot by uh, when I went to music school in Boston. Uh, that helped a lot because it was an amazing, you know, transition, uh, you know, just a wonderful city to live in. And I grew up a lot there, you know, through my college years. Um, but yeah, then coming to LA, um, the transition was still just difficult at first because the West is so different than the East coast. Right. And you were a Berkeley girl, right? Yes. Yeah. I went to Berkeley college of music in Boston. It was amazing. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That must've been, that really must've put the flame into you and, uh, and just like all of the resources and other fellow musicians that must've been, give us a little snapshot of that, how that was for you. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Well, it definitely was, you know, when I first got there, it was crazy. I, like I said, I grew up in little suburbia. So to go to Boston was such a big transition, but it was absolutely amazing. I mean, just Berkeley itself is filled with so much talent and so many incredible musicians, um, students as well as teachers. And um, everyone there is just working towards a common goal, like trying to be a better musician and people want to collaborate and there's just this great atmosphere for you know starting bands writing music all that great stuff so it was definitely just an amazing time it's almost like a big music summer camp that lasts for a couple years you know (laughs) right so just to give give us some perspective did you you were you a songwriter before you got to berkeley did you had you started writing i had started writing before i got to berkeley but definitely not as intensely i mean i'd written i would say i started writing when i was like 16 um and i started going to berkeley at 17 (laughs) oh wow you were an early bird wow look at you how'd you how'd you manage that did you just like jump out of high school early or your just birthday happened that way well my birthday happened that way but then when i went to college i did actually graduate in three years instead of four so i graduated at uh the age of 20 okay Uh Wow. So that was interesting because I never was 21 in college. That was kind of lame. But uh, You're a young sprite. Are you a cancer by any chance? When were you born? What month? 
I was born uh, in September. I'm a Libra. Oh, September. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, so that must have been giving you that gave you such a leg up. I mean, you were you were absorbing all this as such a young lady. That must have been so cool. Did you get a chance to like to jam and like you know play out at all? Did you get in any kind of um, organized you know bands or anything while you were in Berkeley? I did. Yeah. Well, one of the things they have um, it's technically a class. They're called ensembles. Okay. And those are bands that um, they're through the school, but you also might have performances, you know, within the school at the big performance center, which was like a big deal. It was called the Berkeley Performance Center. Um, and that was like a exciting if your ensemble got to play there because um, there were different, I guess you'd say, levels and sizes of the ensemble. Right. Um, so one of the ones I was in was the Tower of Power Ensemble, oh, wow. which was like, yeah, it was amazing. And I don't know if you know Tower of Power. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. They're so awesome. They're so awesome. They're, you know, horn section so immaculate. Um, and so to be in that ensemble at the school was like awesome. You know, it was kind of like a really cool thing to do. Um, so their music is one of those bands that just give you chills when you hear their arrangements. It, oh, it was so good. It's so amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I... I, yeah, it was an honor to be in that. And the um, the director and the arranger was Wayne Noss, and he was amazing. Yeah. Just an amazing um, teacher and arranger and everything. So that was really fun. So I did that. And then I also was in other bands. I had my own music, and I had my own band. And then I also was in um, several other groups. So it was just an amazing time. It was like I was in all these bands at one time, you know? <laughs> that must have been great. Hey, speaking of that, let's let's play a little bit of I'm What You're Looking For. Oh, nice. Let's yeah, we've got to play a little bit of this. This is Jessica Mello. I'm hooked, my green eyes staring. I'm looking at you. Don't know what to do. Look at you rocking out, girl. Very nice. 
That's oh, awesome. I am what you're looking for. And you do have the green eyes because I saw it on your website, one of your close-up shots. Uh, that was yes. the opening line. I got that. I got that. You, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, hey, tell me, your, um, tell me your writing process, if you will. Share that with us. How do you put your music together? Like, I know you collaborate uh, with, is it with Chaz? I think it is. Um, yes, I love to collaborate with different musicians. Great. And, um, Great. Chaz Pastel is um, one of, like, he's just amazing. We work together all the time. Uh, we actually met a couple years ago at a Boston University networking event, like, totally random. Um, and uh, he uh, was there, and he happened to hear my conversation with some other people about karaoke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes over and is like, oh, what are you talking about? And uh, I can't do it, but he's British. Right. So he has a much better british accent than me but he's like what are you talking about you know right, right um and comes over and like we started talking and like immediately we we're like oh you know are you a songwriter are you a songwriter and he he's just been amazing so we've been writing together for um several years now actually uh that song i'm what you're looking for was off our first ep which was released in 2012 right um and we just released a brand new ep about a month ago um and so it's just been really exciting. Like he plays piano, guitar, bass. Like he's, you know, really talented at a lot of different instruments. Um, so it's just been amazing to work with him because um, it's really like, it's it's like, we, you know, he's like the business guy too. He's like, oh, let's get together at this time and this date. And like, he keeps me like, he keeps me going on track. You know? Right, right. So he's <laughs> so, like a coach too, huh? He so is. He yeah, is. cool. Yeah, he actually does do um, stuff also, um, uh, not with me, but um, he, like, coaches other musicians about, like, scheduling and organization. Like, he's amazing with stuff like that as well. That's so. fantastic that you have somebody like that that you can collaborate with. That's oh really great. Yeah, I'm so lucky because, like, without him, like, I, I love writing and I would always be creative and be performing, but definitely schedule-wise, like, he keeps me on track. So I definitely recommend any musician that needs help with, like, career, you know, just, like, seeing your career and where it's going. Cause a, lot, a lot of my friends are musicians. They don't know what exactly to do next, you know, like, yeah. where to turn. Um, I would definitely recommend they they uh, ask him for advice and, like, take his courses and stuff if they they have need help with that so <laughs> hey jessica let me ask you where did your musical genes come from anybody <laughs> in your family or like how did you get this yeah it's so funny you asked me that um i don't know because my mother and father like don't play instruments they don't really sing um i mean my dad would say it's from him because he likes to like fake sing frank sinatra <laughs> 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 He's great grabbing the credit any way he can, right? <laughs> any way he can. And then my mother, she'll um she actually she's hilarious. She'll stand in the middle of the kitchen and imitate Dolly Parton and sing oh, like nine wow. times. <laughs> see see both my parents told me just shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But That's so hilarious. so nobody else, like no brothers, sisters, uh aunts, uncles, or you you kinda just got this bug all by yourself, huh? It's really strange. Like my sister was always the visual artist in the family and then my parents just yeah, they would just sing around the house for fun, but no one was really a singer and so we've always wondered that. We're like, where the heck did this come from? Because I started singing at the age of five i started taking voice lessons wow because at I was five to, you yeah. were singing at five that's amazing 
Well, I would go to kindergarten and A Whole New World from Aladdin was like the big song. Right. Okay. Uh, moment. So I would just constantly sing that song. <laughs> right. You wanted to get that down, huh? I wanted to get that down. <laughs> and my teachers were like, all right, you need to be quiet. You're distracting class. <laughs> yeah. So they told my mother to put me in voice lessons because they're like, she sounds like she can sing and hold, hold a tune. So put her in voice lessons. And then it just kind of never ended from there. Hey, I'm also checking out, um, you know, I've got your SoundCloud up and I'm looking at uh, the fact that you had worked with um, like the Boston Pop- Pops, the Isley Brothers, yeah, Jay Giles, the Spinners, Three Dog Night and Frankie Beverly and Maze. Tell me about the Isley Brothers. I, I'm such a huge fan of those guys. Oh, like, yeah, like, they're so talented. Yeah, I mean, oh, Ernie Isley was like another Jimi Hendrix. I mean, he didn't he didn't get the kudos that Hendrix got, but he had that different kind of flavor, you know. He wasn't an acrobat, but, man, what style and taste. So, so tell us about working with – how did you get hooked up with all these people? Yeah, well, it's been – I've been really lucky and, and blessed. I've worked with a lot of different artists, like, throughout my, you know, lifetime. Um, and most of it started, like – you know, after I started going to Berkeley, you know, I started to meet people up in Boston and start to work with different bands um, and get hired for jobs. So that right. was always a good thing. So I worked with um, a couple of those groups. I was actually in a band uh, at the time called Captain Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Funny name, but it was a fun group. And um, we did a lot of shows in Boston. Um, and a couple of those shows, we worked with different acts, including um, Jay Giles was one of them. Um, and um, the Boston Pops was another. And then we actually ended up recording with the Boston Pops a couple of years later. Wow. So that was pretty amazing. To what work. an experience, huh? You, yeah, that, I mean, that'll be with you your whole life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're so they're amazing um, musicians. So that that was awesome. And then the Isley Brothers, I actually did a performance with them in Vegas. So that was really really fun. As wow. Well as Frankie, Frankie Beverly and Maze. Um, so that was great. <laughs> so it was was it like a mini tour thing, or was it just like a one gig thing? Hey, we want you to come show up and be here on this date. Um, in Boston, there, it was kind of like a mini tour, and then oh, yeah. the Vegas thing was like um, it was like like kind of more the second like here let's do this date and then the next one was like let's do this other date with these guys so it was right. really yeah it was great excellent hey let's <laughs> it's just amazing to watch musicians that are like so talented do their thing it's like wow yeah isn't it it's like you know it's really it's amazing to see some of these people play like toto is out playing again and they're just like man these guys are like killer so hey let's uh play a little bit of princess here oh let's do it yeah for sure this is Jessica Malone.
So you're a little shy. Uh, <laughs> totally. You know, I'm not aggressive at all. That was really killer. Um, so you've got like this, um, you've got the intensity of like a, like a Kelly Clarkson, but you've got your own sound. So how did you develop your sound, your style? Like where are the influences, uh, you know, how long did it take you? Because clearly you've got, you've got your own thing going there. That was pretty, pretty amazing. Oh, thank you so much. I'm literally grinning from ear to ear right now since you said Kelly Clarkson because I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> really? Okay, but but I don't think I don't think you sound like. I mean, I could tell yeah. you've got the chops she has for sure, and then some. <laughs> um, so so she's one. Uh, who yeah. else did you like to listen to that that kind of permeated your soul and and helped you create Jessica Malo? Totally. You know, growing up, I listened to so many different people. And it's funny because my mother, like whenever, so my parents were amazing and really supportive and they would always drive me to like music lessons and things like that. That's great. That's so important. Um, I am so lucky. Yeah. And yeah. like whenever my mother would drive, she would play Tina Turner, who is incredible. No I mean, slouch there, baby. Oh, no slouch there. <laughs> Jeez. I remember that high, like, holy crap, like, the screamy belt, that kind of thing. Yeah. That kind of, I think that comes from her, like, just listening to her or whatever. Um, you know, a lot of the other stuff is Kelly, for sure. Like, I saw her doing American Idol when I was in middle school, and I was like, that's what I want to do. So yeah. definitely Kelly. Um, and then my father would always play like ACDC, Led Zeppelin, like oh, the wow. classic rock. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with that stuff. Yeah. So um, I definitely think those are some of my biggest. But then I also love Mariah Carey um, and Whitney Houston. So like the you'll hear in some of the other songs, I do more of that kind of riffing and the high kind of tones so that would come from them for sure <laughs> so so you you very very eclectic but you 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 have really really good taste and you like the big singers which is so cool and it reflects in your vocals oh thank it's, you it's I, really great hey uh let me ask you about um you know what's going on with you right now with um you mentioned the, the new ep is coming out um or is out is it the new one is out or Yes, yeah. Okay. So Chaz and I wrote um, uh, four brand new songs for this EP, and our we actually we, we're calling ourselves Malo. That's like our duo act name. Okay. Um, 
so the EP is out under that name, and the EP is called Princess, actually, um, to be like the title song. And so that actually just came out a few weeks ago, okay. and uh, it's on iTunes, Amazon, all those good sites. And um, it's just we're so thrilled with it. Like we we've been working on it for a while, and it's really like the sound and the vision that we wanted to show exactly. Like really you know, pop rock and in your face on some of the songs, but then like you'll hear later two of the other songs like are way more, um, I guess you'd say like dramatic and emotional and appeal to that side of people. Right. So we're so excited about it. That's fantastic. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, uh, Jessica, tell me about, um, tell me about touring or performing live. Are you doing anything now? Are you, do you have t- plans to get out there live and play with your music? What's, what's happening with that? Definitely. Well, we actually just did a big EP release show um, when we released the EP a few weeks ago, and that was a blast. Um, but now we're definitely going to be performing in LA a lot. Great. So we're going to have a couple shows a month. Um, you know, we'll definitely be doing some of the big music venues in LA, and we'll probably also do, you know, some other like um, fairs and things like that. So we'll definitely be out out there <laughs> that's fantastic how do you guys do your gigs do you guys hustle them yourself do you have an agent you work with how does that all work um lately we've been doing it all ourselves because i i hate to say, i'm like i like control but it's yeah. fun to like be able to pick where you're gonna play and all sure that. but we're definitely open to working with other people as well great you hear that people out there you big agencies who want to get a hold of somebody who's got a hot voice and great music jessica malo hey um let me let me ask you also about um you know i noticed that you you had something going on here with myspace like you you're a featured artist in this book hacking myspace can you talk a little bit about that and 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 also i hate to be you know a dinosaur about this but is myspace still around (laughs) Oh my God, that's awesome. I love that question. <laughs> I I don't know of them. I mean, I'm all over all the social stuff, but I, I haven't seen them. You know, are they just on break? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that. So when MySpace was like the big thing, you know? Yeah, right. Um, I had my older music on there. So this was like when I was 16, 17, like really uh, a couple years ago. Uh, and I had my older music on there and I started to get a good fan base and I still have that. Oh, sorry. I hit something. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) I still have a lot of those same fans today, which is amazing. That's great. That's great. (laughs) Awesome. So I love MySpace for that. Um, and so when I was on there, I started to get a fan base and someone saw me and said, Oh, I want to feature you in this book, uh, as an artist who like has a good fan base and, um, talk about how you did it so they featured me in that book which was really cool um because it was like in bookstores like barnes and noble and things like that so right that's exciting um but then after myspace kind of you know kind of died off let's be honest didn't hear anything from it for a couple years and and everyone kind of added me on facebook or you know all my fans found me somewhere else and then like two years ago I, I, i you know i was in la and i got this random like email about being featured on MySpace again. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently Justin Timberlake, and we all know who that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he apparently bought it out and was going to like revamp the whole site and make it like a big thing for musicians again. And then I just don't think it ever happened. Like I even went in and did a video for it. Um, and they were talking about getting people sponsorships and all the stuff. And then 
I just never heard like anything about it again. It was weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which is disappointing because like, I actually was really excited. I was like, hey, if I can get sponsorships from this, that'd be awesome. Right, so, right. Well, yeah. you already had, you know, you already had some kind of a legacy uh, presence there, which would have been great, you know, to say, hey, I was part of something here with this. Yeah, it just, I guess it, I guess it kind of got overwhelmed by all the other things that are happening, the other platforms. Um, have so, you been on Instagram Oh, absolutely. I've got my Instagram, Facebook, you know, all that good stuff. Um, You can follow us. Like we have like, um, you know, our website's Malo Music, M-E-L-L-O-T-T, music.com. Right. And then we also have like the Twitter and all those social sites. And then myself, I have Jessica Malo and the Twitter and all those things too okay yeah I'll, I'll connect with you after the broadcast on all those oh, i'm yeah. on all that stuff and then and then uh how what do you think um are you you're aware of periscope you know i someone was telling me about that a couple weeks ago you can like broadcast live or something yeah yeah i'm i'm on every day if you want to check yeah. it out james kevin o'connor but yeah it's 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 like it's a pretty amazing thing and it's it's really in its infancy it only came out in march of this year with really? 2015 and uh twitter owns it so when you do oh, a broadcast uh what happens is automatically like anybody on the periscope app on their phone will see your broadcast if they just if you're like the first one you're the immediate feed that hits and if you're following somebody you'll can see their stuff and and if you miss them you know my mine are very short they're like 10 minutes and uh what happens is um the broadcast will remain in the queue for 24 hours and then oh, it disappears. Wow. So you can pick it up later in the day. But a lot of people are are starting to leverage it. So I just thought I'd, I'd mention that to you and anybody else out there, uh, other artists who uh, care to leverage this amazingly powerful tool. It is it is big. And it's, you know, according to all the experts, and I am certainly not one that I have talked to or read about or or personally, you know, chatted with, this is going to blow everything out of the water. And I'm talking about, you know, it's going to be like the new Facebook um, because it has it has so many different, um, you know, opportunities with it. It's so immediate and people can like they'll. Yeah. post comments like while you're broadcasting so it's very very interactive and it's immediate very. so so oh, get definitely. your stuff out there girl get your face on that on yeah. that uh periscope app and uh and i think um i think it'd be really good for you hey Thank i want to want to yeah no problem i want to play this one which i really like it's called christmas in love so um let's listen to christmas in love with jessica Hang a light every time I think of you We'd have the world's brightest tree If I put a star on each branch To wish you here There'd be a galaxy Now I can't sleep Cause the world's better than my dreams Santa got me The only gift I need Christmas in love Christmas in love Christmas in love For the first time 
Christmas in love, spending Christmas with your love. Christmas in love for the first time in my life. Will I have enough mistletoe to kiss you? If I make a forest of leaves, every second I wait to see your face feels like a thousand Christmases. Now I can't sleep 'cause the world's better than my dreams. Santa got me. Great song, great song. Yeah, and um, takes a lot of courage to write a Christmas song. I mean, you really, because you know, if you look every single year, artists always put out, um, you know, the traditional stuff. You know, and it's it's like very few people are brave enough to write a Christmas song, like something new and original. And speaking of that, um, tell me about your um, your approach, like your writing approach. What's your what's your go to instrument? Do you have a specific process? Do you use many different processes? What's your what's your go to strategy to get ready to record something? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, you know, I usually pick up a guitar and start with that. Um, right. When I actually have a like, I would have to say, I usually get my melody ideas like randomly. Like I'll be walking down the street and randomly have like a melody pop in my head, and you know, sometimes it's like as short as a line or two lines, or maybe even a whole chorus. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I like that, you know. And a lot of times, lyrics will come with it. Right. Uh, It, it just pops in my head randomly. Um, and I always use, um, there's like voice memos on my iPhone. Um, okay. So I always record into that so I don't forget. Isn't that's that my great? That is, I love that thing. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one thing is like not forgetting. Yeah. Um, I always do that. And then I'll come back to my house and like try to pick out some chords in the guitar and, um, and try to, you know, come up with something there or like I'll collaborate with Chaz and like we'll collaborate together on a song. Right. So, you know, it could go either way. And, and thank you for saying that about the Christmas song. It's so funny you said that because I actually just uh, wrote five songs for a Hallmark Christmas Channel movie coming Congratulations. out. Congratulations. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you. And they were all original songs. That was a challenge. <laughs> so so they came to you and said, hey, we want you to write this for, for a show? Or you approached them and said, hey, I have this already done. How did that work? Yeah. Well, it was actually, it's not even that Christmas song, funnily enough. It's like five totally different ones. Um, I met the producer of the film through a friend of mine who's a singer as well. Right. Um, 
and I sang on something else completely different for them. And then I mentioned to them, hey, I'm also a songwriter. So they said, oh, see what you can do. Like, you know, write a song and like, we'll see if we like it kind of thing. Like, yeah. throwing it out there. So I wrote one and he was like, oh, I love this. Like, write four more because we need a lot of songs for this movie. <laughs> so like, now you got you got almost a whole album between this one and the ones you wrote for that. That's perfect. Yeah. You know, actually, you're totally right. It's like, why not release, you know, a bunch of original Christmas music? I mean, like you said, stuff doesn't come out very often. It's always the same songs every year. Yeah. And if you write a whole album, you know, you might get your Silent Night in there. Or, you know, you just never know. You just never know. Yeah. yeah that would be amazing. I mean, the amount of people who love and enjoy just traditional Christmas music, it's incredible. So. Yeah. Hey, tell me about your, um, who's who's producing uh, your music. Are you using several different producers or um, do you have one go-to that you've been working with? Totally. Well, the stuff that I write with Chaz for the Malo Duo Act, um, the EP we released, we definitely have like um, a go-to producer we love to use. His name is Andre De Santana. He's amazing. Okay. Right. Um, he's in North Hollywood, and um, he's just incredible. He's worked with like Cheryl Crow and Jason Mraz, and um, he's just an amazing guy. So he worked on this EP as well as RC Cates and he's amazing as well. He, um, he's actually a composer and music supervisor for the young and the restless. Right. Okay. Um, so he's amazing and he has an incredibly beautiful studio and he worked on the album as well. So, um, I love, I just love working with different producers. Like it's, that's Someone. fantastic. I mean, um, so so are you guys, are you recording in a studio in L.A. or or does Chaz have a studio or how do you guys doing this? You know, Yeah, well, this EP, we actually recorded um, the vocals and a lot of the instrumentals with RC and then we did additional stuff with Andre. But um, Chaz has actually been working on getting his own like in-home studio right which would be awesome yeah so we've been working on that and that would be that's like the next step that'd be amazing yeah and i see you won some awards you know uh los angeles music award for pop female singer songwriter of the year and the oh, Pos yeah. washington post yeah. talent award that's fantastic well it was fun because the la one uh, my friend randomly submitted me for it without my knowledge. Right. <laughs> so I get this letter in the mail, like, you've won the Los Angeles Music Award and like this plaque and everything in the mail. And I'm like, wait, what? And then they like invited me to the award show. And I'm like, who did this? And it was my friend um, Julio submitted me. And, I, and he's just an amazing guy, like super supportive of um, local artists. And he, he was amazing. So I was like, oh, my God, that's just like the nicest thing to submit somebody. For that somebody. is. That's fantastic. Hey, what kind of music do you like to listen to when you're not um, when you're not writing, you're not in the studio, like you're just chilling out? What's what's your favorite stuff to go to? Oh, my gosh. Or is it, a you know, a big compilation of things? It's, it's tough because I love so many things like I'll be I love when I'm driving to listen to dance music. Right. Actually. It gets me like pumped up and like I'm driving on Laurel Canyon and I'm listening to like EDM and like do 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 And you get a lot uh, of speeding tickets because of that or uh, <laughs> Actually I've never gotten a speeding ticket. Although I did get a parking ticket yesterday. I was very mad. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was like, and it wasn't even like it didn't even make sense. So I'm I'm actually going to contest it, but anyways, um, I I also love listening to like alternative music, like I don't know, like Damien Rice, um, like you know, softer pop rock. I just love so many things. Right. It's hard to 
Yeah. yeah. So what do you, so what else do you do? Like, what's a typical day for you? Are you, um, you know, being a musician, um, I'm just, just looking at your photos. I'm sure you do some kind of workout. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you a yogi or are you a runner or like, what's your thing? What do you do? Um, well, I definitely go to the gym like at least five times a week. Good girl. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, I love to, well, this is the thing here. Let's be frank here. Okay. I used to do boot camp and all this and all this stuff all the time, like intense stuff. I, I loved it. And then I actually got in a, like I got rear-ended in a car accident a couple months ago, um, which like I'm fine now, uh, but I got like a couple herniated discs and things. So basically now I have to just really be careful. Yeah. Um, so basically I can do like, the bike, the elliptical, um, anything where like I'm kind of more, I guess, stationary, like sitting. Yeah. Um, and then I can do like weights, like uh, the ones where you're sitting on a bench and they're already like weighted there, I guess. Yes, you stay away from all impact stuff just to... Yeah. yeah. I mean, they said like now, it's been like six months, so they said now I can do like Zumba and stuff like that. So I was excited because I love dancing for right. a workout as well. Right. So yes, because I mean, five months without Zumba, like that's... That's sad. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I was excited. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, yeah. so you've got you've got that together. Um, Your voice is breaking up. Sorry. Oh, okay. How's it now? Can you uh, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Now. Um, so, as we're getting towards the end of the interview, I want to ask you what is like really exciting for you as you look out to the rest of the year. Like, what what's what are you really really pumped up about? Like being in this really crazy wild music business that you're in um you know it's 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 got its challenges but it's got its unbelievable rewards as an artist um you know what what are you looking forward to most totally oh my gosh uh there's so much to look forward to it's it's a really exciting time since we just released the EP. So a lot of stuff that we'll be focusing on is like promotion, um, social media, YouTube videos, uh, Periscope apparently. Yes, well, Periscope not. for sure. <laughs> um, and definitely, definitely live performances, which I love. Like there's nothing like performing and seeing the crowd just be into the music and be happy and like, you know, you see them forget about work and like any worries they have for the moment. That's the best feeling. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely really excited about all the live performances coming up this year. And, um, we're going to be doing a lot of them. And you get that, you get that instant vibe from the crowd, that energy, which is just a give oh. and take, you know, back and forth, which is so wonderful. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I just absolutely love like, God, just, yeah. Feeling the energy, which it's amazing. I'm just so like the adrenaline rush is incredible. And then just seeing like what you can do to help them is amazing too. Like I, it's just amazing when someone comes up to you and they're like, Oh wow, it's going through a rough time, but your song like lifted me and made me feel good. And that kind of stuff is just the best feeling. It's the ultimate compliment, right? It really is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so best place to buy Jessica's music. Absolutely. Yes. You guys can go to iTunes. You can also go to Amazon. Um, we also are going to have it on Spotify and a couple other places. And you can look up uh, Melo, M-E-L-L-O-T-T, -T, 
um, that has our newest EP on it. And then the 2012 EP is under Jessica Malo. Um, and then we also have our website, malomusic.com. And, uh, Fantastic. Yes, all the social media, all that stuff. So we'd love Excellent. To so reach out on reach out to all those places, and you heard the ladies saying so. <laughs> uh, you guys know what you're you're in for when you purchase uh, Jessica's music. So Jessica, thank you so much for being part of the Dharmic Evolution. It was a pleasure to have you on the show, and I wish you all the success in the world. Oh, thank you so much, and you're so talented yourself. So thank you for having me, and I love your music, and it was great. Oh, thank you, Jess. <laughs> Wow, I think I picked up a fan. She likes me. <laughs> so that was really fun. Jessica, a super talented lady. Um, head over to malomusic.com and check out more about Jessica and all her music. Um, had a great time today. I hope you guys did too. Don't forget to head over to dharmicevolution.com for all the shows, the photo links, uh, the videos, bios, everything's on there. One swipe of the mouse, you can go through all of the guests who have been on here and see what they're up to, what's going on with them. And uh, please, if you have not done so yet, subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes. We love when you do this. And for those of you who've done so already, thank you, thank you, thank you. It means the world to us here at the Evolution Mansion. And don't forget, the download is free, but the content, it's priceless. So tune in on Wednesday, November 25th, to hear Lisa Casalino from Beverly Hills woo us with her sultry and sexy jazz tones. Can't wait for that one. Thanks again for being here today in the Dharmic Evolution. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. Until next time, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Let's do it.